Hello friends, this is your host Alexis Mariah and I'm so happy that you're here sharing this moment with me. Welcome to this week's episode of Divine Design. Hi guys, I hope everyone is having an amazing day. We have just officially entered into Gemini season and with the sun in Gemini, everyone is going to be a little bit more joyful, a little bit more talkative, a little bit more social, which I'm very, very happy about. I love air signs. I love the energy of air signs. And as a Gemini Venus, I am just very excited to see what the season has in store for us. With that said, (laughs) in last week's episode, we talked about the energetic and the spiritual effects of alcohol and other substances and how most of these substances that are considered normal in our society are actually lowering our vibrations and keeping us separate from ourselves. And it's all very, very intentional. And we dive really deep into that rabbit hole in last week's episode. So if you missed it, definitely go give it a listen. But in today's episode, I wanted to give you guys the tools and the actionable, tangible steps that you could take to actually raise your vibration without needing any vices, without needing any drugs or alcohol, without needing anything or anyone that is outside of yourself. So if you guys are ready to raise our vibrations, that way we can have an amazing Gemini season and an amazing summer and amazing rest of spring, then grab your water, grab your tea, get cozy, get comfortable, and let's get into today's episode. Okay, so... I figure we should start off by going over what exactly a vibration is for anyone that isn't quite sure. So a vibration by definition is a state of being, the atmosphere, or the energetic quality of a person, place, thought, or thing. It's someone or something's vibe. (laughs) And we use that word all the time in today's society and I genuinely didn't even realize what it meant to say like, oh, that person's vibe is off or, oh, I love your vibe until going through my awakening and understanding that everyone and everything really is always vibrating at certain different frequencies. I'm sure you guys have heard about the law of attraction, that whatever energy that you put out into the world will return back to you. Like attracts like. This law of the universe tells us that we are responsible for our own lives and that we can manifest change according to how we direct our energy, how we direct our thoughts and our emotions. Everything in this universe is made up of molecules vibrating at different speeds. Trees, rocks, animals, humans, thoughts, emotions, every single thing has a vibration and human vibrations are not only made up of obviously physical matter or physical bodies, but also made up of the way that we communicate and the thoughts that we think. In simpler terms, some molecules vibrate faster and some molecules vibrate slower. So there are higher and there are lower vibrations and and your vibration just depends on your overall quality of life, the thoughts you're thinking, the way you're communicating, the way you're acting, the decisions you make, what you eat, like literally everything affects 
your vibration. And when you're vibrating high, you feel lighter and happier and at peace. And when you are vibrating low, it feels heavy and it feels dark. And I know that because I've spent a significant amount of my life stuck in a low vibrational frequency. And that was due to, you know, a system that wasn't set up for us to even have high vibrations in the first place. It it was due to a lack of self-awareness, a lack of self-love, a lack of gratitude, making poor, unhealthy decisions, and, and really surrounding myself with the wrong kinds of people. So if you're here, I'm going to assume that you already have the self-awareness and and that's the first step. So let's go over what else you need to do in order to raise your energetic frequency, your vibration. I first want to talk about gratitude, which is probably the most simple way to raise your vibration. And actually, I really want you guys to practice it right now because it I just want you to see how simple it really is. So look around the room. If you're driving, please be so safe, but look around and turn your attention to what you're thankful for in this very moment. And there is always something, you guys. It might be the beautiful weather or the fact that you woke up this morning, <laughs> but there is always something to be grateful for. For me, I am grateful for this entire setup, this desktop computer, this mic. If I didn't have these two things, I wouldn't be able to record this episode for you guys right now. I'm also very grateful for my mint yerba tea right here that's giving me a little extra energy to record this episode. I'm grateful for the beautiful weather. I'm looking outside right now and it's a sunny, beautiful, beautiful day. There's always something to be grateful for you guys. And when you feel yourself experiencing a low vibrational emotion like anger or fear or sadness, the best thing you could do for yourself in that moment is to try to shift your attention to gratitude. It's pretty much impossible to be grateful and upset at the same time. And of course, this is going to take practice. It's going to take a little more self-awareness. It's going to take catching yourself in the midst of negative emotion, of course. But if you make gratitude a habit, I promise you, it will completely transform your outlook on life as you start to experience an appreciation for the little things. So there are a lot of different ways to express gratitude. I personally have a gratitude journal. Um, I like to write in it often. I write out everything that I'm grateful for in that moment and then it usually has like a little activity like writing a letter to someone that you're grateful for or something like that and and then it usually has like a little quote. It is a little workbook so I like it when it's more structured like that but I've seen people make gratitude jars so if you like to craft this could be a good idea but writing things down that you're grateful for on little pieces of paper and then putting them in a jar and pulling them whenever you need to practice a little gratitude or whenever you're feeling down. I've also seen people like name one thing that makes them smile and then one thing that they feel lucky to have and one thing that they love about themselves and kind of do it like that. I also just like to go about my day expressing gratitude in every moment so it doesn't even have to be structured like that at all. It can just be you simply expressing gratitude whenever possible, which is always. It doesn't even have to be anything major. Like when I make a purchase, I say to myself, I'm so grateful that I can afford to treat myself to this thing, whether that's getting a green tea or paying my phone bill, whatever it is. When I'm driving to work, instead of dreading it like I used to, I I like to say like, I'm so grateful that I get to go to a job that makes me enough money to afford the things that I need and want. I'm so grateful that I have this car that I can even get to work in. I'm so grateful that music 
music exists and that I can jam out on the way to work. Like, life is so good. And it's such a small thing, but practicing gratitude has definitely changed my life in ways that I could have never imagined. And so has embodying love, which is what I want to talk about next. Because love is one of the highest vibrating states of being, and it really has the power to pull us out of the darkest places. If you can attune your heart to love, your energy will completely change. And embodying love doesn't necessarily mean that you have to feel good and that you have to be in the flow of love all the time because, you know, that's not necessarily always possible. It's more about being so present in each moment that you are able to notice when you aren't being loving. And in those moments, you can remind yourself like, okay, I want to embody love in this moment. I am love. Or you could, you know, think of something or someone that you love. Just remind yourself. And when you do this, when you return back to love in every moment, a feeling of expansion and lightness and happiness will take over your being. And that right there is the shift that you're looking for, that shift in energy, that shift in vibration. When we choose to embrace love and practice heart-centered living, we're allowing love to be the guiding force for all that we think, say, and do. And that's that's the ultimate goal. Being the embodiment of love involves having compassion for ourselves and for those around us, as well as just staying in a place of grace when facing adversity. And like I said, just whenever possible, and it's always possible, just being love and being generous with love. Speaking of being generous, speaking of generosity, anytime that you get stingy or greedy with anything, whether that is love or attention or money, it actually lowers your vibration and it doesn't feel good. Anytime that you attach your happiness to something that is outside of yourself, it leaves you feeling the opposite of how you want to feel. 444 on the clock right now. So whatever you want more of in your life, offer it out to someone or something else and and see and see how magical it is. If you're feeling broke, if you're feeling poor, if you're feeling like you don't have enough money, give a little money to someone that needs it more than you. If you're feeling lonely, you feel like you have no one, make an effort to make a stranger smile. If you feel like you don't have enough time to do the things you need to do and you don't have enough time to get the things that you need to get done done, like dedicate your time to doing something good or to helping someone else. The thing that I have struggled with the most is being stingy with my money. (laughs) I was never really taught how to have a healthy relationship with money, so I sometimes struggle with operating out of a lack or a scarcity mindset instead of an abundance mindset when it comes to my finances, and I've truly seen the difference between when I stress about money and when I feel like I just never have enough and when I actually practice gratitude and I practice generosity and I don't stress about it and I use the law of assumption to confirm that I always have enough money and then some. I always have enough to help someone that is in need and help myself. And something else that I've noticed that has been very healing for me and has also helped to raise my vibration is practicing forgiveness. You know, I forgive myself for the times where I've been selfish and greedy with my money. I forgive myself for the times where maybe I've stepped out of character and acted not out of a place of love and when maybe I've been mean or hateful or judgmental. And actually, according to Abraham Hicks's, uh, what is it called? Emotional guidance scale, blame is a very low vibrational emotion. So, you know, forgiveness is very, very important to raising your vibration. And we actually talk about forgiveness in one of my previous episodes 
So if you do feel like you hold any grudges towards yourself or towards someone else, I suggest giving that episode a listen because if you can work towards forgiveness, you will be able to raise your vibration. Now, let's make a very strange transition into talking about food because the food that we eat affects us in so many ways. And I do plan on doing a full episode on this, so I'm not going to get too into it. But I wanted to mention food here because everything that we consume is prana or life force energy. So if you eat a lot of dead energy, dead prana, so things like meat, fried food, processed food, you are lowering your vibration. But by eating nutrient-dense, prana-rich foods like local and organic fruits and vegetables, our bodies literally love it. They absorb these things and make us feel lighter, more vibrant. They make us feel alive. High vibrational food obviously raises our vibration higher. And my ultimate goal is to be able to eat prana-rich foods 100% of the time. I'm not quite there, but I do notice that when I do eat high vibrational foods, I physically feel my vibration being raised, like my mood improves. It's much easier for me to feel connected, to, you know, communicate with my spirit guides. It's a lot easier for me to return back to love and to be, you know, just an all-around better human being. (laughs) But prana is not limited to just the food that we eat. It's actually everything that we consume. So, as we discussed in the last episode, consuming alcohol or doing certain drugs is the fastest way to lower our vibrations. So if you want to be vibrating higher and feeling, you know, more spiritually connected and have a healthier outlook on life, eliminating toxins from our bodies is the best place to start. Definitely, you know, not drinking, not doing drugs. If you want to know the way that these things affect us, listen to my last episode because rather than numbing your senses, adopting a more holistic way of life, it will completely change your life and make you feel way more energetically abundant. Sort of staying in the realm of consumption, prana also applies to the kind of entertainment that we consume and that we devote our energy to. So it's very important that you are making sure that your entertainment is leaving you feeling uplifted rather than depleted. I challenge you to ask yourself, does your social media make you feel good about yourself or does it make you feel insecure? Does that of violent horror film that you're watching actually enhance your mood and make you feel better or does it contribute to your anxiety and irrational fears? Does the music that you're listening to include violent low vibrational lyrics? If you, for example, only listen to music that is talking about dying and betrayal and sadness and abandonment, all of that is going to interfere with your vibration. So pay attention to the lyrics of the music that you listen to because it might be decreasing your vibrational frequency. I used to love sad music because, you know, I struggled with depression and so I obviously wanted something to relate to so I would listen to sad music and that never really improved my mood. That never really made me feel better. It it actually just helped me to stay in that low vibrational emotion. It's so wild how much your mood shifts when you start to be very selective about your media intake, which, you know, looks like going through your Instagram following and removing anyone that's not making you feel better about yourself. Like if you're following a bunch of Facetune Instagram models and constantly comparing yourself, unfollow them. It's really that easy. Or delete social media altogether if you need to, but that doesn't necessarily have to be the answer. Just be more mindful about what emotions are coming up for you when you are using social media and act accordingly. Same with music that you're listening to in movies and TV shows that you're watching. Like, for example, I used to love 
love, love horror movies. And once I started becoming more aware of my feelings and my vibration and just my, just everything, my frequency, I noticed that I didn't really like the way that I would feel after watching horror movies. I would just have more anxiety. I'd be more on edge. I wouldn't feel better necessarily. I also wanted to mention while you were paying closer attention to your media intake, also make sure that your home and that your work environments reflect beauty and passion and your enthusiasm for life because the right lighting can literally have such a significant impact on your productivity and your mood and and so can art like hang art that inspires you use colors that calm you reduce clutter clean your space create more space for clarity your surroundings have such a huge effect on how you feel on the inside and i truly believe that your external world is a reflection of your internal world so if you are tidy intentional and organized it's likely that your thoughts and process for executing things in the world are are the same way. And so we can clean our physical environments as a way of cleaning our internal ones. That's what I'm trying to get at. Some other practices that can help you raise your vibration are of course meditation, yoga, breath work, connecting with nature, letting the sun hit your face. These things calm our nervous systems and improve our mood. All high vibe qualities that will definitely benefit your state of being. These spiritual practices are actually the fastest way to raise your vibration. And finally, surrounding yourself with people who lift you up rather than drag you down will significantly improve your vibration. It's important to spend time with people who make you feel better about yourself, people who believe in you, people who are interested in resonating at a high frequency just like you are. The question that I recently have been asking myself when I'm choosing who I want to allow into my vortex, into my life, is is this a person that I would want to be like? Is this a person that I can feel safe taking advice from? If the answer is no, you probably don't need that person in your life. I have spent a lot of time around energy drainers, negative Nancys, people who made really poor decisions that I didn't agree with, people that made me feel terrible about myself, and I truly found so much peace when I realized that I get to choose the people that I share my energy with. I get to choose who I spend my precious time with. I I get to decide, and I want to surround myself with people who are good for my mental health and I want to surround myself with people that inspire me. I want to surround myself with people that respect my boundaries, respect my values, and respect my needs and make me feel safe. I want to surround myself with people that are on the same wavelength, the same vibe as me. People that are aspiring to be the best versions of themselves and can help bring that out of me. People that have pure hearts and and genuine intentions. Friendship is so, so, so important to me because I'm not someone that necessarily feels fulfilled with just like one good relationship. I love having multiple different beautiful connections with different kinds of people. I love humans and I love finding my people. The hard part for me though has been realizing that I am an ever-changing, constantly evolving being so I can grow out of people very easily and I have been getting better at practicing detachment. So when I do feel like I'm outgrowing someone, I can either change the terms and conditions of our relationship or I can end things altogether. Whereas in the past, I feel like I would try to fix them or, you know, try to drag them, you know, along my journey with with me. But there is so much power in accepting that you cannot make people into something that they're not. And I found a lot of peace when I started being truly, truly honest with myself about the limitations and capabilities of others and understood 
that I get to decide how or if I want to show up in each relationship that I have. Friendship is just something I've been navigating recently, so that's why I went off there for a minute, but I've been making some really amazing new friends and growing out of some old friendships and having to kind of navigate that and figure out the best way to go about that. But all of that to say, who you surround yourself with makes a huge difference in your vibration. So spend time with high vibrating individuals, spend your time with people that make you feel good and bring out the best in you. Channeling your energy into raising your energetic frequency is one of the best gifts that you can give to not only yourself, but to the world. Because when you lift yourself up, you bring others with you. Your vibration is your physical, mental, and emotional state of being. So when it is high, you'll feel more confident. You'll feel more in touch with yourself. You'll feel happy and loved and lighter and more at peace when you're in that high vibrational state. You'll feel self-aware and emotionally balanced and grateful and healthy and who wouldn't want that? I actually forgot to do the uh, daily affirmation segment in the last episode, so I'm going to put it here. Today's affirmation is, I am the creator of my life. I am raising my vibration. I am the creator of my life and I am raising my vibration. I am the creator of my life and I am raising my vibration. And that is all from me today, you guys. I hope that you enjoyed this episode about how to raise our vibrations. And I hope that something resonated with you. Obviously, subscribe to the podcast. Share this episode with someone that you think needs to hear it. If you have any questions or comments about anything that I talked about, always feel free to message me over on Instagram at Divine by Design Podcast. Give the podcast a follow because we continue all of these meaningful conversations over there. If you do want to follow my personal account, you can follow me at, at Alexis Mariah with an extra H. I'm sending you all of my love and my gratitude. I'm so grateful and happy that you're here. I hope that you can carry that with you throughout the rest of your day. Bye, you guys. Bye.